Okay, so uh, welcome, welcome everybody to this new episode of the podcast uh, Coffee Breakdown. I am uh, Luca Vialetto. And I'm Aaron Ho. And we are the guests of this uh, uh, podcast and uh, that runs now on YouTube. It's called Coffee Breakdown, where we talk mainly about uh, plasma science and also topics uh, related to science uh, outreach. And uh, in this video or in this episode, we would like to focus on uh, three main uh, topics. Uh, one is the content, actually. So, which new ideas, uh, you know, the new guests uh, brought to us during this year? The second, uh, how is uh, running a podcast for two unexperienced uh, guys? <laughs> so, what is our experience on that? And the third is that, uh, what are our future ideas? So, Aaron, uh, um, let's start and uh, discuss what are the best or the most interesting ideas that, that you got from uh, by discussing with our guests? Yeah, okay, good question. Um, for sure, this year has been extremely eventful in terms of how many guests came on and the ideas we talked with them. Trying to narrow it down to something, you know, like a limited set is hard. Yeah. But I would say that the one of the in, most interesting topics that I uh, came across was the idea of open source software. Uh, this is something that I discussed with my guest, uh, Dan van Voogt, and we discussed that... Uh, there's a lot of benefit in having open source software because then it's sort of the ideas and the codes and the progress done in making those things are easily distributed to everyone around the world. Yeah. But of course, there's a difficulty there because the person who is developing it, they spend a lot of time and effort and then they just give it away for free effectively. And so are we making sure that they're compensated well, either by you know improved collaboration or some other metric that helps them in their career? It's it was a yeah. very good discussion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So this is a, a topics uh, related. I also discussed with uh, another guest, uh, Jacob Stevens, here, and it was also like open sourcing not only of software but also of data. So mm. fundamental data that we need uh, to use as input of the model, or maybe it can be data that uh, we produce as output of the model or uh, experimental data. And uh, how do we make sure that, uh, you know, people also take this data and uh, then, uh, you know, put uh, give the correct uh, credits to the people who actually did the work. So this mm -hmm. is an open problem, but also an interesting direction, I think, of our science, uh, where it is going, that is more and more towards like open publication, open codes, open source codes, and open source data as well? Yeah, that's a big question because, uh, as you say, as we keep moving in that direction, then there's obviously going to be some troubles because not only is open source um, difficult on the user end, so someone who wants to use data or use codes, but then also on the end of, okay, where did this come from, right? Because it's open source doesn't mean it's also good quality, right? Yes, and that's, so you have that's to, true. Yeah, and so it's it's a huge question. And I think that as we move forward, becoming more open in this mm -hmm. sense, um, we will run, run into these questions. And uh, it's, it's nice to have a discussion on how uh, people are already thinking about solving um, yeah. these problems. Mm -hmm. Actually, this maybe connects to another point. So this is... Uh... 
that uh, I have, and uh, it's a bit uh, related on, uh, you know, model uh, validation. So how do we make sure, for example, if you put a code outside that uh, this code uh, does uh, something that we trust and so on, it's benchmarking actually and validation is very important. And so in this sense, uh, I had, you know, episodes uh, discussing, for example, uh, experiments, uh, people doing experiments and people doing modeling activities. And it's very interesting, you know, how different people are interested into different uh, topics of science. It's uh, really the richness that we get out of it. And we should also, you know, be always, always make sure that uh, we we kind of um, don't, don't refuse one or the other aspect. So and um, so, so we should progress uh, by not neglecting, for example, experimental part or or modeling part, but putting these together. And I think uh, this is the only way, at least uh, in uh, in my field, uh, like low temperature plasmas that we could progress, but I think also for fusion is probably the same. Yeah, that that's a good point, because it also brings me back to another conversation I had with mm -hmm. Paul Moholland, mm -hmm. where we were discussing how he came from a, a theoretical physics background and was a bit disappointed in the fact that yeah. now theoretical physics doesn't really have feasible experiments to prove them mm -hmm. the what they develop anymore. And it becomes a bit frustrating because people are just coming up with crazy ideas, uh, you know, brilliant, of course, but then hard to define if they're true or not, if they're worth investigating further, because there's a lack of that, uh, you know, experimental side. And so it is true that, like, in order to keep science moving, I think, in the right direction, that we do have to focus on on both of them and, and merging the two worlds. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, of course, I mean, this may not be easy, right? Because uh, it means uh, that also people should have uh, a little bit of expertise on modeling, a little bit of an experiments because they have to talk with each other. And uh, this is always uh, one of the difficulties on science that is uh, yeah. a collective effort, uh, is not a single person effort, uh, but also what makes it, uh, I think, uh, fascinating. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it is it is difficult, right? Because there's the big question as well do you specialize or do you have a very broad interest and a broad expertise right and and i think that yeah that i think we may have had discussions with some people before i think i remember with um renato Perillo. Ah, yes, yes yeah also we had a quest he put the question out there that like what should we do? Should we specialize or should we become generalists? And mm -hmm. yeah, it's also a big question because if you need to keep all these different fields in your head and be aware of them and how they interact, then you eventually, your head just becomes so full <laughs> yes, yes. of things. Yeah. Yes. The, this is a very good point. Exactly. I think uh, yeah, Renato Perillo is also like, like young uh, researcher now. Mm. And um, I also, I was interesting also to hear the, the opinion of a professor actually already like full professor in Italy, uh, Savino Longo, for mm. example, and we discussed about the interdisciplinarity. So yes, it's good to specialize, but also we need scientists that have a bit more horizontal vision that can connect the different fields. Of course, uh, mm. it's, it's very challenging, right? And for example, in the episodes, we were jumping from, uh, you know, plasma physics uh, to chemistry to biology, and uh, it may need uh, you know several years for someone to master all these different fields uh, right and do research in uh, different topics 
Yeah, but it was, I remember watching that episode and it was a great conversation. He's such a like eloquent speaker. It was really, really cool. Yes, exactly. And he had some exactly. great ideas. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It was also good because it was one of my first uh, and so having uh, you know, <laughs> such a speaker that can sustain the conversation by himself, basically, it was very helpful for me. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, you know, he gave me also important ideas that uh, influenced a bit the way I was recording episodes, uh, you know, later on. That, for example, also to not be scared of treating details with the guests, mm. of discussing details about their research, about their work. Uh, so we don't have to do uh, divulgation of science also for a general audience. But we can also target a specialized audience, for example, that they want to hear a specific detail. And I think there are not so many, in fact, as he was saying, there are not so many people doing that. And probably, you know, if there is a small niche that is open on YouTube or so, that, that in these topics, that is something that we could partially fill. Yeah, that's true. I guess if there are, is a demand for a certain type of knowledge, I know that there are at least feedback from my guests um, Mm -hmm. say that there is a demand for people to explain like the detailed parts because you get a lot of channels or a lot of um, media outreach that explains everything very generally using basic words. Um, And so we could do the same thing, but then we would just be one of the many people who are already doing that. That's all. And so I agree that's, Sometimes getting into the details is important. It's mm-hmm. also why I aimed, or at least why I really wanted to have sort of the long format discussion, you yes. know, like the hour long episodes. I know it's difficult for some people to listen to a full hour of a single topic, but sometimes you need that time to really get into those details and, and you know, get to the point where you've explained enough of the background that you can tackle those details in in an appropriate way yeah yeah and ultimately you know it was also fascinating as i was saying to have people from different countries who did the uh, research even young people right that are studying uh, at this moment doing their master or their phd mm-hmm. at a different level and they have to also interact uh, with uh, you know, more senior people, how do they feel and so on. And it's very fascinating because everyone has a different experience and bringing these to the channel, I think it's something very nice, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that it, for myself, it was also just a good one uh, learning experience uh, in that sense of how do you how do you communicate with people, right? Um, especially with different, let's say, rankings yeah. inside the science the academic institution um but i find that most most everyone was very friendly it was just more on the depth of knowledge that they had right yeah. and sometimes i did find it difficult i think you mentioned it as well to you know keep up <laughs> with some people because because they just know so much more than you that it was yeah difficult. exactly yeah mm. yeah Okay, I think we can move to the next uh, topic we wanted to discuss. And how is uh, after one year? How do we feel about our experience? Uh, what uh, we learned, I think, and how was uh, more generally running uh, a podcast? You know, started from scratch and uh, running a podcast together. So, do you have some consideration? You know. Th- th- challenges or things that you learned uh, from the beginning, really even basic. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I think that one thing that I think we both agreed on mm -hmm. is that, you know, the coordination of the episodes and like when we release and when we record and, you know, all this, it took a bit of effort more than I was expecting, especially, you know, something came up and, you know, we're a bit, I'm a bit delayed or you're a bit delayed and, you know, can we fill in and can we push a mm -hmm. week? These sorts of things, you know, I wasn't expecting to to have to run into um, mm -hmm. on that frequency, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, true. But I think it was uh, like a, a good idea to set from the beginning a sort of like frequency of two weeks. Mm. Although you know, sometimes uh, yeah, we may had had some challenges because of other things we had to do. Uh, but uh, it was a good idea because otherwise it would have become like two sparse. And also for us, we don't have a sort of deadline uh, as well. So yeah, it was good to get the motivation. Yeah, it's exactly, good to get exactly. the motivation because yeah. we had a schedule we wanted to maintain. I yeah. might have to say that uh, probably also without your push, uh, probably I wouldn't have started by myself. Uh, this is also because, uh, you know, it requires a lot of effort. Mm. Uh, you know, inviting speakers and so on. Uh, so, oh yeah, same uh, for me. I think if you, and so on, yeah, yeah, if you weren't in for this project as well, then I, I, I would have a hard time starting it. Because, imagine me doing all of this on my own without someone to to bounce ideas off of. It would be, it would be harder for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. Especially, of course, having also other jobs to to run because we are also doing research our own. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, and uh, so, and we also have our personal life. So, it was an interesting uh, experience overall. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and another another topic I learned quite a bit is the kind of more te technical setup. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> cameras, audio, how to edit videos, uh, and so on. How to open actually like YouTube under the hood. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, practically because uh, you only see typically videos and this uh, research uh, engine but um, you don't see how it's uploading videos and the analytics and so on and this is very fascinating for me yeah all the data and stuff and I, I also like on that topic i think it was you who was pushing me to to make the thumbnails i remember at the beginning i was like i don't know why we need to have thumbnails we just take a screenshot from the video right but then yes, actually yes. it turned out to be really useful uh, and it yes, gives yes. a nice uh, visual bonus to somebody who's clicking on it yeah, yeah. and but, we started yeah. also with the uh... How do you say this uh, musical intro that uh, I liked really much that also you recorded, you know, mm -hmm. I think it was a good idea because uh, I don't know, it feels uh, like you, you are entering in the mood and uh, of course we have to improve like in the lights, in the cameras, in the audios, as you can see. Uh, but it's a work in progress, I think. We learned much more since the, be the beginning, at least for me, it was like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's not even just the technical stuff. Like I did a few... I, I tried to challenge myself to do a few live recordings and oh, uh, yes. that, that was also technically quite difficult. I am still working through it. I have audio problems all the time, yes. um, but for sure, yeah, we'll improve as we go forward for sure. But even, even those technical things aside, even just the setup, right? Like finding a name for our podcast, finding making a, a logo, exactly. yeah, finding it, making a logo, doing all of the banners and, you know, like all the art and, and, and the descriptions and the whatever, and the intro music, like these were things I did not expect at all to be exactly. associated exactly. with starting a podcast, but, you know, 
I'm glad to have gone through it. Now, now I have more uh, confidence, let's say, in, in doing those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. So, um, final point is that uh, what do we want to do in, uh, in the future? I mean, not uh, like future life, but uh, the with this channel. And uh, where do we want to go, basically? So yeah, remember oh. we, we discussed some ideas. Maybe you can uh, actually introduce uh, some of those in terms of content, but also in terms of platform in general. Yeah, so I think that this is a good time to say we're excited to announce that we're going to be moving or not completely moving, but also expanding to uh, Spotify. So those I know have had a lot of feedback from uh, listeners that it would be very nice to have our our podcasts on Spotify so that you can listen to them when you're biking, when you're exercising or cooking or whatever. And so that's, we listen yes. to that, we listen to that and we're going to, we're going to try and do it. So hopefully yes. by the so, new year. Exactly. I think, uh, well, this doesn't mean that uh, we'll not run YouTube anymore. I think we'll continue with YouTube, probably some, you know, novelties, but uh, mm -hmm. for example, I'm a big user of YouTube, much more than Spotify. <laughs> mm -hmm. So <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate, um, but uh, we start also to upload uh, these episodes on Spotify. So many more people can, can listen, uh, you know, also when they are outside and so on. So this is one uh, big uh, news. And uh, in terms of content, uh, like, uh, do you have uh, some other things you would like to bring in into the channel or, you know, some ideas that may be interesting for next year? Yeah, that's a good question. I think so. As you and our listeners know that my episodes tend to focus on the fusion aspect and the energy uh, industry, let's say. And so I did want to start branching forward into talking about the more political side of, of fusion, right? Being not only an energy technology in the future, but also being a nuclear, technically nuclear technology. So what kind That's of regulations true. are there? What yeah. problems are we going to have? Or what things do we have to consider? And so it would be nice to talk about that because I, I mean, I think people are seeing it coming up, but from an academic point of view is not something that we ever really concern ourselves with right and will those considerations have an impact on how we do the science this is also interesting for me yeah very yeah very interesting i think yeah. and how about you do you have something to well from my side uh, yeah we, we have this uh, sort of double soul in our channel so i am the low temperature plasma guy basically <laughs> and um one thing uh, is that, of course, uh, you know, our community is uh, very much scattered uh, into different applications. And one thing is that I want to bring uh, other applications, for example. This can be, for example, trusters or application to medicine, uh, to agriculture and so on. So it would be very interesting uh, to do. One other thing is that uh, I think uh, although we treat uh, different topics, uh, we have things in common after all. Mm. So, for example, the, the energy problems. So uh, bo both of us uh, have uh, application, well, fusion is intrinsically an application that uh, is targeting energy problem, but also in low temperature plasma, there are different uh, kinds of application that targets the same problem, maybe trying to find solution in different fields. And uh, it would be nice uh, as a, to, to focus also a bit more on that in the future. So it could be one of the goal for, uh, for next year as well. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's important to mention that these are our, you know, our high-level goals, but it doesn't mean exactly. we're going to stop with what we're currently 
already putting forward out there. Um, I think it's just a matter of saying, okay, if, if we had a choice on who to bring in, then this is what I want to talk about. But we we always love to talk about all sorts of things. So, Okay, okay. Yeah, that's very good. So we said already that uh, we moved to Spotify. So I think... <laughs> Then uh, we can actually proceed maybe with another announcement that, uh, so by now, as you have seen, uh, we are in two, we have uh, like two hosts and uh, we would like maybe in the future uh, also to extend the invitation to other people who are interested to make videos, make interviews and so on. And um, so feel free to, to contact us if you are interested on this topic and uh, we are maybe are looking for other members that can yeah. help us and also bring uh, new ideas, new expertise, and also, you know, motivation to do this uh, this channel. And uh, yeah, even even do, if you have yeah. a different technical background or a different you know field of specialization, as you see already be between Luca and I, we're very. Well, we have our different specializations, although there is a common thread. So it's not something that we are unable to accommodate so don't be afraid to you know send if you're interested just send us an email and yeah we'll see exactly okay and then uh, i thank you very much aaron it was a great experience and uh, as i said uh, for me it was nice also keeping in touch you know because also we moved to different countries starting a youtube channel having a lot of different guests uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work as well. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, but it was very but, uh, It was yeah. very uh, rewarding, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking forward for the next year and for um, the next episodes. Yes, okay, me see too. See you on YouTube or Spotify. Or whatever. And to everyone out there, happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs>